Last time on Will Save. Our strangers, all ready to board a shuttle, stumble into what seemed to be an unprovoked act of violence. While most of our adventures wasted no time in trying to help quell the incident, Nico decided it wasn't his fight. Our motley crew of individuals displayed some effective abilities and quickly helped take control of the situation. They then handed over their militant to the new contact, Special Agent LaRue, for incarceration. Curiously, though, when our group of Good Samaritans offered extra support, Special Agent LaRue declined further assistance. Has the danger truly passed, or is more yet to come? Find out this time on Wilt Save. feel about how it feels i mean this is episode three now right so this is like for everyone listening this is the third time you've heard us recording remotely but for us we played in person before so we know what it's like what's the what's the difference how does it feel i mean we're all vibing off each other at the same time when we're in person it's it's a little jilted online i guess is probably the best word to use Mm. It's just uh, it's not as effortless. Yeah, yeah. Though we never recorded when we were in person, so we can't really judge it by audio. But what you're saying though is that it can only go up from here. That's yeah, better. All right. I mean, that's great. We're at the bottom of the bottom now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Thanks to everyone is listening. Terrible, and it can only yeah. get better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a question for you guys. This is this is something we've done in our other games. I want to do it here. I'm going to ask you a question about your character. Bonus points if you answer in character. Uh, no penalty if you don't. What ticks your character off? What gets some... What grinds their gears? Thanks for Nico Ryan. The thing that really pisses him off? False accusations. When he gets accused of the wrong thing, you better damn well be sure. Like he's gonna be, he's gonna blow in your face. He is legit gonna blow up in your face. By the way, Nico Orion in this case is talking about himself in the third person. Cause he just talks like that sometimes. I like it. I like it. It was strong. I am my own brand. <laughs> uh, yes. Dr. OK is so irritated by the tedious bureaucracy of uh, all of these planets that seem to want to simply, I simply want to be free to do my research because, you know, it's frowned upon to drug people. (laughs) Here's can relate to that. 
Uh, he doesn't like being told what to do. He's been told what to do a lot in his life, and he's kind of sick of it. He wants to be a free man. My name is Rick19. What irritates me the most is criminals that take advantage of other people. I just cannot stand by and allow that to happen. I like how no one, we haven't talked about our classes at all. You know, haven't talked about what we do. Haven't talked about our alignments. That sounds like a lawful good thing, but I don't know if I want to call you out, Rick, and be like, are you lawful good? I could just look in Hero Lab, by the way. Thanks, Hero Lab. Thanks, Roll Toy. Thanks, Sirenscape. <laughs> but I don't want to just be like, oh, are you lawful good? So the question here today, Rick19, is do you want to share what your alignment is? My alignment is lawful good, and I am a bounty hunter. Oh, winner. By the way, did you guys know that they actually had old-fashioned devices back in the day where you would stick pieces of starch inside (laughs) of a device and it would heat it up? We get that stuff in a little tube. I sell some of that stuff. It's pretty good. We made it. We've made it really enhanced. So, well, I used to before I got voted out of my company. (laughs) (laughs) Sucks, doesn't it? (laughs) All right, let's get started. Last week. I had a, I mean... Okay, yeah. Did you Did you get kicked out of your company for peddling Sex Panther? <laughs> <laughs> By Odeon. Oh, uh, that's so funny. It's illegal in nine countries. <laughs> it works. 99% of the time, it works. So, 100% of the time. Every time. 60% of the time, 60%, it works every right. time. <laughs> this is outrageous. This podcast go off the rails. Uh, what are we? We're we're Starfinder uh, podcast. Are we movie quote podcast. Yeah, I think they were a movie we? quote, old movie review podcast. Nico's gonna look over yeah. at Rick, and he's just gonna say, "Rick, where'd you get a hand grenade?" Things are really escalating here. I don't get half these references. Yeah, I'm not picking up on it. But I will say this little fun fact that we talked about last time. If you hear Nick giving an obscure movie reference, then, I mean, that is Nick. That's your fun fact about Nick, is that Nick, all of his Chances are, if you hear Nick, he's giving an obscure movie reference. That's true. 60% (laughs) of the time, he's giving an obscure movie reference every time. All the time. Every time. (laughs) Every time. That's how that works. So think about this. Yeah. You guys, a lot of things happened in the past 24 hours. You all had different experiences, and then you show up in this docking bay. You're waiting to get on board. Steward's agent is like, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's not her voice, but that's the gist of what she did. She asked you some questions, and then one of your fellow passengers attacks her. Just out of nowhere, shoves her, starts attacking. You all, might I say, handily, like, shot her down. That was well done on all all airports. There was a little help from Special Agent LaRue, a little help from the Chief Security Officer. Notably, not that great help from Captain Ramim Vicial, of course, and as we found out. But what he does do is he does round you guys up at the end. Magua, the Kasafin who attacked, unclear why, is kneeling on the ground. That's the last sight of her. She's being kind of blocked partially by Al Giada, you know, chief security officer, and special agent LaRue. They're talking. You can see a look of defeat on Magua's face. But you're being led elsewhere. 
you're being led on board the Chimera by Captain Ramin B.C. Alicorson. So with that said, I think it is time that we go to the Chimera. If you guys want to check out old Roll20. Should be all black except for stretch that you guys can see here. Corridor. You guys see that? Yes, sir. I don't see anything right now, John. It's a big map. You're going to need to scroll over. Huge map. I see it. I see black. Keep scrolling. I see it. All across the map. Keep scrolling. Maybe it hasn't loaded yet. Oh, there it is. It's like smack dab in the middle, pretty much, of the This I feel like we're getting... I feel like on Roll20 right now, we're getting ready to play Pokemon. Thank you for coming to Cerulean City. So, I'm going to show the name here. I think you guys can see Captain Ramin Bicial Corson standing there in front of you, yeah? Say that ten times Sir? fast. Captain Ramin Bicial Corson <laughs> standing there right in front of you, right? Yeah? Yeah. Cool. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> As you step on board, the soft white walls of the ship seem to invite you further around the airlock corner. The door behind you to the docking bay closes. You kind of step into a long hallway with soft blue white lights. Kind of cast a soft haze over everything. Maybe Captain Ramim sees you all looking around, taking it in. This feels different from the, the dimly lit docking bay that you were just in with all the action. It starts to lead you a little bit south here down this corridor. It's long, maybe, I would have to say, probably 80 feet. 90 feet. He turns and he looks back. He says, She's something, ain't she? I worked for a long time. I was fortunate to come across her. Look, I, I'll show you to your roofs in just a minute, but I, I just, I want to apologize. It, it was my first instinct to make sure that you were safe, and I, I wanted to bring you all out of that action and let them handle it. I trust Algiada. I just want to make sure that you all are okay. We've worked very hard on the experience here on the Chimera. We've worked very hard to make sure that something like this doesn't ruin it. So we're we're, we're going to do our best to make it up to you. I'll speak with some of the crew, see if see if we can set up something special for you. Are you all all right? You better see to that. You better see to that, or else I'm going to ask for my money back. Oh. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. I, Getting I, shot at is not part of the ticket price. You know, we we do our best. That is something that, you know, I'm sure Al Giada will talk with Special Agent LaRue and see why this happened. And hopefully something that the security forces on uh, Legacy Station can handle. So, you know, again, I'm very sorry. We're happy to accommodate anything you may want. I, I think I always do my best. I'm, I'm, I'm the captain. I always do my best to... To try and remember all the names and the faces of the passengers. Are you Nico Orion? That, that's that's right. That's me, Nico oh, Orion. All right. Well, Nico, it is the pleasure to meet you. And he takes a step forward. He seems 
trying to be genial, trying to be really, really nice and conciliatory. Now, Nico's going to go and shake his hand, and he's going to say, Captain, you know what the right thing to do here is, right? I would be happy to learn. Why don't you say it first? We'll say it at the same time. Ready? <laughs> One, two, two three. three. Velociraptor. <laughs> oh, yep. All right. No. All right. <laughs> No. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> oh my gosh. Now, Are we friends now? I think we're friends. <laughs> this is quite, it's quite good. Sorry. Now, now you were saying there's there's something that you would like to see. I'm I'm I am all Absolutely. ears. The right, I have four the arms, right thing, two ears. So it, just, the right thing to do in this situation would be not only to provide complimentary beverages and drinks. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. But to also provide financial compensation for endangering the lives of your passengers. And this isn't something personal that needs to come out of your account. I'm sure you have a corporate sponsor. And this is the sure, person sure. that you would do that. Mm. This is uh, this this is where your insurance comes in by the way. And Rick? might I be uh, might I be so bold as to recommend that you secure for the future some droids by Orion Manufacturing. They're security droids. I think I might have 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 heard of them before. So yes, I think very good build. Very very good uh good quality. So yeah, that's a that's a good choice. It's a good choice. So Rick kind of cocks his that. head to the side mm -hmm. and he he's going to do a sense motive. Okay. On who? Captain Ramin On or Nico? Nico. Nico. Uh, What'd you get? I rolled well, I'm an android, so I have flat affect, which means I get a negative bonus on everything. So uh, I actually have a negative one for sense motive, and I rolled an eight. So I got a seven. Nick, roll below a seven! <laughs> I don't, what would he roll? Would he roll bluff on this, or like... Uh, well, it depends. I mean, I think what would happen is that... That's going to be a 13. going great. What you rolled... Without, without modifiers. Nico... I'm also oh, going to sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> on correction, Nico, not on Captain Vermeer, but on Nico. All right, I love this. This is good. This is good. I rolled a twenty on the die. Plus <laughs> three. Yeah, the best part is that he can't hear you yet because he hasn't put his. No, I can on. hear you now. All right, so uh, Kevin, what'd you roll again? Seven. Seven, but Doctor Okay rolled a twenty on sense mm. motive. Yeah, so I get I whatever critical bonus plus three is my sense motive. So, Nico, what what do they sense? They're sensing Nico legitimately just trying to work this guy, uh, work this guy to get a little bit extra out of him, and to possibly set up somewhat of a, a financial kind of trail. Deal. Yeah, financial. A financial Edge. deal for uh, Orion. Uh, for Orion. Nice. The company that you no longer control. Correct. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't mean that I don't have some sort of benefactor Personal. on the That's inside. True. Yeah. Mm. I'd like to sense motive on the captain then, since we're doing this. Please and, go. Ahead. Uh, yeah. That is a and <laughs> four. A four. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he seems as down to earth as, frankly, you know, the planet itself. 
He is straightforward. Nico runs to, uh, wants to run a a, um, a diplomacy check. To do what? Um, to kind of have his soft clothes right there kind of turn into something here. Okay, go ahead. Uh, that's going to be a 25. 25 on the roll. 25 on the roll to try and get him to, like, close to on this it. deal. Yeah, close on this deal. Throw okay. us uh, throw us some extra credits and I mean, uh, buy some Does he credits. have the authority to even close on this deal? I feel like you've talked to him for, like, a minute. But I'm good. Nico I know you're good. You're 25 good. That's yeah, dude, amazing. you're 25 good. So, look, I... I I am very willing to make sure that your experience and your trip to Absalom Station is, uh, for lack of a better word, perfect. And I'm sorry that, that that that's already been sullied by this encounter. But I will say that I will absolutely look into some sort of credit uh, reimbursement for you. And maybe uh, while you're on this trip, maybe... As we're getting ready to close here in the next few days and land, then uh, maybe you could give me a contact. Maybe someone that I could reach out to at Orion to, to kind of set something up. That would be Absolutely. Great. All right. All right. I'd be happy to. Good doing business. And he's shake his hand again. Good and doing business. His left, and put his left hand over the top of the handshake. <laughs> and, then he, and then he puts all three of his hands on top of your hand. <laughs> Nico just is gonna look up at him. Nico will look up at him, just kinda like wide eyed, like just keeps, keeps shaking and like looking into his eyes, like yeah. yeah. So you five six, because there's the older gentleman behind you, are all standing in the hallway. And he says, Is there anything else that I can help anyone or address anyone else's concerns here before I show you to your room? Nico's gonna make one more silly request. Uh, Give me please. the finest bottle of your scotch on the rocks, please. I will look into seeing what we have here in storage. Before that, I'd like to do a life science check on our friend here uh, at the back, the old gentleman. Sure. He seems to be just standing, closing his eyes, shaking, trying to relax. What's your life science check? Uh, 27. 27 life science check on the gentleman in the back. Like, what is he? What's his human? Is he human? He seems to be human. Seemingly has some cybernetic upgrades, let's call them, that are in his neck. They're like augmentations. There's one, uh, there are two, I guess, specifically in his forehead. There's one at the back of his neck. The back of his neck, you kind of recognize it's maybe some other minor systems that just help with mobility. There is a data jack. Is he a data broker? Do you want to ask him? I'm going to ask him sort of like slyly. I'm going to be like, I seem to think, are, are you a burden with something that you're carrying? Data, perhaps. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, what? You you kind of caught me off guard there. Could you repeat that? Yeah. Well, I, I am a doctor. I simply wish to know uh, if I can assist you alleviate any burden that you're carrying. Uh, Captain Ramin overhears. He was like, is there some medical attention there on the back, sir? I, you're the professor, correct? And the old man turns and says, yes, yeah, that's that's me. I'm I'm the professor. Yeah, no, no, I'm quite all right. Just, uh, just a little shaking, a little bit. Just uh, certainly no stranger to, to having some heated arguments, right? But uh, 
but combat like that is uh, it's a bit bit out of touch on anything like that for a while so but uh thank you sir i i i don't know uh your name i'm i'm professor broden benjam uh didn't catch your name doctor i'm dr kantu okatis but you can call me dr okay doctor that's well that's 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 quite clever there it's quite clever yes no i'm i i'll be all right i think uh I think maybe he kind of turns to the captain. I think, I think maybe if uh, when when you have those those uh, refreshments ready, I think I'll 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 definitely be partaking in some of those. If that's all right, you know. The captain's like, absolutely. I will set it up shortly. You will you will get a notice when those are, are ready. Is there anything else that anyone wants to address? I'm I'm happy to show you to your rooms. They're right here around the corner. Is there anything else? Now, captain, one more thing. Did you know that security officer? Yes. Yes, I hadn't selected her. That is Al Giada. She's part of the ship. She'll be joining us back on board. She's she's just responsible for making sure that all the entrances and the exits are safe, that everyone coming in is safe. So I lean on her and my first mate a lot to make sure things get done here. Interesting, Captain. I'm no stranger to random acts of violence, and I try not to take part in them if it, I didn't do anything to start it. That being said, though, I would like to understand exactly what you think may have even started this. And as as he asks this question here, mm-hmm. or as as he's inquiring for more information, he wants to do a um, uh, a sense motive a little bit. Okay. See if he's lying in any way, shape, or form. Okay. As soon as you ask him that, he kind of says, "I really don't know. I was planning on getting a briefing later." from Algiata. I don't know how much you said that you're not a stranger to, to random acts of violence, so I, I I would think that you certainly know who the stewards are and what they represent. And it seems like this uh, this individual here, again, I was a little caught off guard. I was busy getting everything ready prepped for launch here soon, and things seem to be taking a while, and I got a message from Algiata and came out. So, uh... Seems like she had her own reasons for handling this. As soon as I find out, I will let you know. That's absolutely my first, my first move. Once I find out, what's your role? That was a that was a thirteen on the sense motive. He seems like he genuinely was caught up in something else. Gets a call that he needs to come out to the docking bay uh, because something's holding things up, and was caught off guard. Now his his uh, Nico's going to respond back saying. All right, Captain. Why would she have reacted? Or had she? has this kind of thing happened before? Has this thing happened before? No, I, I, I don't recall. I mean, certainly not at Legacy Station. We go all over. We, we, we try and make sure that we service wherever we're needed and some of the best places. And this has certainly not happened anywhere else and definitely not here on Legacy Station. So my apologies about that. As soon as I find um, out, I will let you know. What's the status of your security officer? Uh, I'm, I'm sure she's just talking with the special agent. She's finding out she'll be on board. It appeared to me that the assailant targeted the steward agent. Yes, I, I, I believe you're correct. Uh, something. Oh, forgive me. It's, it's, it's been quite a long day. And, and he seems like very apologetic. Does your name have a have a number in it? 18, 20, 19? Yes? 
My name is Rick19. Rick. Rick19, that's right. It seems that the quarrel and the intended target of that Kasathan. It seems like she was trying to target the steward's agent, yes. So here's turns to the old man. He's like, I'd love to get a drink with you and hear more about your work, Professor. Whatever that is. Absolutely. I, I, I'm very happy all the time to talk about my work. It's 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 really quite something. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll 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 talk at these uh at these drinks. Yeah? Is that is that good? Sound good? Great. Mind Great. if I join you guys? I'm oh, always okay. good for drinking company. Let's get those drinks then, shall we, Captain? He kind of turns over and says, he, let me, uh, we've, we've been talking for quite a while. We do want to get launched here. We do want to kind of set off on our journey here. So why don't I show you to your rooms? You guys can take a bit of a breather, maybe freshen up. And then as soon as, uh, as, soon as those drinks are ready, I'll talk to our cook, Song. Excellent cook, great cook. He kind of starts to take a few steps back. He's like half asking you, half kind of being like, let's go. Let's get on with it. All right. All yes, right. this sounds okay. All right. But <laughs> I see what you did. Was that there. a joke back there, Doctor? Okay. Are you the doctor? <laughs> You're is hilarious. That the doctor? You have to tell that joke at the drinks. That's a great joke. You need to. You need to remember Ooh, that. Okay. You need to remember that. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so he starts walking. He goes. He turns around the corner, and you guys see. Let me see if I can do the old polygon reveal. So you guys turn the corner. You see another long corridor set up. There seems to be a pair of double doors about midway down on your left. And then on your right, the corridor opens up. And and ahead of you, probably about another 60 feet, it turns back to the left. So he starts walking down. He walks over. He turns right, starts to head down what appears to be uh, the rest of the hallway. As he turns down, nope, not what I want to do. Roll for initiative. As he turns down, <laughs> yeah, roll for initiative. Uh, he turns down into probably what is the longer, the longest part of the ship you guys can see kind of so far. He he turns down and he says, now I believe that I remembered it all correctly. If we keep walking, these are some other passengers' room. He walks past what appeared to be, there's probably about four sets of doors equally spaced down the hallway. At the end of the hallway appears to be a ladder, probably to the other decks. He, he walks up and he says, um, so uh, the doctor, I believe, and he points over to this door right here. And he says, this will be your room. And he points and directly across the way and says, I believe this is Hears. Correct? Is that right? Is that right? Hears? That's right. Well, Hears, pleasure to meet you. This will be your room. And then he keeps walking down and he says, uh, Mr. Rick 19, this will be your room here. Yes, sir. And Nico, Nico, good, good to, uh, good to make your acquaintance. Right across here will be your room. And then the last person is the professor. He says, Professor, this will be your room here. Please feel free to take a breather. You will know as soon as everything is ready. And the professor says, thank you. Just kind of quiet. And then he steps into his room. And now that we've done that, let me reveal y'all's rooms. <gasps> wow. Oh. Mm, and as he... 
as he oh why is my room where's my bed smaller than oh there it is and and from the hall he says now i just want to let everyone know if there's anything that you need please let me know before the door shuts uh you all should have everything ready how would we let you know captain uh, you you are more than capable of talking to the crew. Please ask them and, and, and let them know they will handle anything. And if there's anything that needs my attention personally, I'm happy to handle it myself. So, thank you. Captain. Well, uh, thank you, yes. Captain. Where's the mess room here? I really need that drink The mess now. room is actually directly down the hall. Do you see those double doors that are directly ahead? Now, uh, I, I must say, if you don't mind, we'd like to get ready and get long. So uh, it won't be long. I promise. I promise. It won't be long. Uh, and we will have the drinks ready. Is that? Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank you. I get cranky if I don't get my scotch, though. I understand that. I definitely understand that myself. And he... Walks away down the corridor. What do you guys want to do while you're waiting here? How do you feel? This is like a lot's happened. Nika's going to go sit down on his bed a little bit. And he's finally going to, with the door locked and closed, he's finally going to sit down on the on the bed and just kind of run his hands through his hair. Just be like, <sighs> I never thought I'd, I'd see Zentuku. I never thought I'd see Zentuku go. I gotta find his wife. I gotta find his wife and child. I don't even know where they're at anymore. Uh, Nick, you're gonna wash all the blood off you? Yeah. So at that point. Looks like we all have our own shower, right? Yeah. So Nico at this point, just seeing all the blood he still has on him, is gonna be gonna have to wash all this blood off. Surprised no one's ever asked me about it so far. I'm kind of leading a little bit too high of a profile life here at the moment and if I want to stay alive that's not going to be the best thing for me to do. Nico's going to go wash himself off and that, that'll that be where we pause Nico for the moment. Dr. Dr. OK is going to hack the environmental controls in his room and make it more custom <laughs> to what it's like to be on Javome and Pabak. What is that like? Is that like humid? It's, it's humid you know, not not a harsh environment for a slug. Would you have to hack the system in order to just change the settings? <laughs> well, I would if 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 I didn't have the ability to change the settings, I would definitely hack the environmental controls and do it. <laughs> you want to hack the security systems I, right now? No, I'm not no. hacking the security systems. The environmental. I'm just trying to make controls. my room more comfortable. There is a Nest thermostat on the wall. You are more than capable of setting that up. Well, he totally rips fine. it apart and sticks a tentacle inside of it. Yeah, just you just start messing <laughs> with we, it. Are we, it. are we doing like a full rest right now? No. This is not intended is this, to be a full is rest. This, this, this is just downtime. This is not quote unquote downtime. This is just okay. what are you guys thinking? What are you doing for, for the next few minutes? I can roll a computer stack if that's what I need to do. Yeah, go ahead. 26? 26. Yeah, I mean... Can I gain root access through my terminal here? You cannot gain root access through the Nest terminal <laughs> into the <laughs> ship's mainframe. God. But <laughs> you can <laughs> set the temperature. Maybe you like find out. You're like, eh, if I just tweak this, I can probably set I the temperature. I just want to make it a bit more humid. That's fine. In terms of setting like the... Uh, oh, what's it called, Kev? I forget what it's called. I don't know. 
Uh, well, it's like how humid the air is. There's a name for it. Uh, it's neither here nor there. Barometer? No, that's, it's not a barometer. That's, that's um, air pressure. Yeah, uh, it's not psychrometry. I forget what it is. Anyway, there's a whole chart. The point is, yes, you are able to make it more human, which you typically wouldn't be able to do with a nest. But you're like, eh, if I like change this, blend this, do this, then it's fine. It's all good. Excellent. So your room starts to get a little steamy. As that happens, you guys like like feel this little like minor jolt as thrusters kind of push away from the station, right? The vessel seems to leave the station's orbit. And then a little bit later, maybe like a minute, you kind of hear the hum of the ship's drift engine as it kind of starts to break through the planar barrier. You guys enter the drift. As that happens, there's a there's a moment where there's like the intercom and it's Captain Ramin's voice. He says, Welcome aboard the Chimera. This is your Captain Ramin. You're now free to roam around the cabin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is your Captain uh, Ramin Viciala Corson. It's going to be my pleasure and the pleasure of our crew to ferry you through the drift. First, just want to take a moment to apologize again for everything that's happened earlier on the boarding. Not all of you might have been privy to it, but I have to say that I've spoken... Uh, with our with our cook song, they will be happy to accommodate you. We are going to have a little pre-dinner uh, kind of reception for you in just five ten minutes. Here, we set something out, so please feel free to join. Uh, we just finished making our astrogation calculations here on the bridge. Looks like it'll take us the next five days to reach our destination at Absalom Station, center of the Pact World System. In the meantime, as I said, please make yourselves at home. If you need any assistance, if there's anything that we can provide, especially in light of what just happened, don't hesitate to ask any of the friendly crew members. Meals are served at the times listed in the dining hall. But if you're looking for a snack, I'm sure Song will be happy to accommodate you. And he clicks off. Here's in his room, takes off his... Uh, his hat, his cavalier, puts it on the bed and sits down and then, like, sighs and then takes out that object that Rolu gave him and looks, like, opens it up and then the blue glow comes back. And he starts to look at the object and think, that looks a little familiar. And then his eye, his, like, mind briefly drifts to Rolu and he gets a little sad. And he just kind of tucks that feeling away and licks his lips. And then it's like, all right, waiting for my whiskey. Right at that moment, there's a little video screen on each of your personal computer consoles. And it kind of lightens up. And there's this very generic colored, like, blue screen and, and this font transition that fades over and it just says the chimera and then this video starts playing that's like a little introductory video to the chimera you kind of start out seeing the shot of the chimera sitting in like a hangar bay and Captain Ramim slowly kind of walks in the shot not looking at the camera he turns to look right at it and he just smiles ah I'm Captain Ramim B.C. Corson. welcome to the chimera <laughs> 
You've made a great choice to fly with us today, and for that, we thank you. The shot moves to him walking down the corridors, and he's kind of running his hands along the wall, smiling. Our <laughs> ship has been in service for over 15 years, providing safe and luxurious travel across the packed worlds and beyond. There's Nico's no- going to say, <laughs> save my ass. <laughs> this guy There's is such an ego. There's no port that we haven't been to and no need that we can't fulfill. We jump to kind of B footage of like different parts of the ship. You'll find that the ship has state-of-the-art amenities from a gym with a hot tub to the tastiest food in our dining hall that you can find in the pack worlds. Your rooms have been updated for modern luxury with a private console and computer in every room. There's a final shot of him at the front of the ship back in the hangar and the other crew is you know standing all around him waving (laughs) and there's a few faces that you recognize and a few that you don't and he says from all of us aboard the chimera we hope that you enjoy your stay among the friendly stars and it closes so at this point Nico wants to use the private computer console Okay. And he's gonna he wants to slice it from the main network so that he can just ping a signal out to Absalon Station. Okay. He wants to he wants to he wants to check something. Okay. You know that from inside the drift, communication is tough. When you're traveling through the drift, sending out a signal like that uh, doesn't guarantee an immediate response. It's not like you can just open up a channel and start talking. But go ahead and go to the computer. When you sit down at it, right, you start opening it up. Give me a computer's check. All right, so let me see what my computer's modifier is real quick. Are you trained in computers? Is that one that we need to be trained in? There are, for people listening, there are skills that you have to be trained in to use in Starfinder, unlike some other systems. I have an attribute in it, so I'm trained in it. Computers is an, is a trained, you have to be trained in it, yeah. Okay, make your roll. It's going to be 19 on my roll. 19, Okay. Yeah, I mean, you pull it up, seems to be a normal uh, set of anything that you want to do. It's a little uh, basic. There are some maybe popular polyvids there. There's some pretty basic information there. You find that if there's something that you want to, like, there's not too much depth to it, but if you're just trying to go and and send out a signal or a message to Absalom Station, you go and you type it in or or record it, whatever you want to send it as, and... uh, and it seems to go out. Do you want to he's tell not, us what you he's, sent? He's not sending a message to say he's trying to ping the Absalom station uh, arrest warrants. And he wants to see if he's going to be arrested or if there's been an arrest warrant put out on him. You can't tell that information. Uh, you put in what you know seems to be like a request for that. It doesn't seem to be like a slice, right? You, you don't need to like get root access or anything like that. You just It seems like pretty deep research that is not immediately there. All right, so Nico's going to do that, and he's going to forward the he's going to forward the the results to his data pad. Okay, so mm. you kind of set it up. The request is not immediate. As soon as it comes in, it will go to your data pad, but it's not in right now. Right at that moment, there is like a another over the PA system. There's a different voice this time. This is uh, your officer, Flozu Pahir. Um, the captain would 
like to extend invitations to all of you for a special uh, pre-reception. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, pre-pre-dinner reception. It's due to begin in the dining hall. Uh, please, please make your way there when you can. Uh, thank you. Doctor OK is going to search out the chef before entering the sort of dinner reception. Okay. What is everyone else doing while Dr. OK starts to search around for that? Nico's going Nico's going in. Uh, going to go to the mess hall. He's like, he's thinking it's time for his scotch. Okay. He just puts on his cavalier and books it right towards it. Right towards okay. that. Looking for the professor. Okay. And Rick? Okay. Rick is going to take a minute and look around the room. Uh, he is pretty amazed at like the quality of the room especially since he is here on the Android abolition front's money. Um, and so he's just going to take some time. And then once he, once he looks around and understands that he, he heads towards the dining hall. All right. So Rick head towards heads towards the dining hall. Do you want to move your, your, yeah, your character there? Cool. 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 So you all start to head towards the dining hall. Dr. OK, where are you going? As you know, the double doors are right in front of you. Uh, and that's what Captain Ramim said was the dining hall. The hallway does go left and right. Um, are you going straight in? What are you going to do? I'm going to peer right in an attempt to find the kitchen. However, I might... If, if at the end of the hallway it is unclear, I might re-enter through okay. the dining hall and just go straight through the busboy entrance as if I own the place because I'm Dr. Okay after all. That's true. You guys walk into the dining hall and you see the professor sitting there already and he's sitting with what appears to be a maracoy a like monkey humanoid type person and they have this like dirty jumpsuit on appears to be maybe a little stained they have dark gray fur and a skinny tail it's got an Aztec suit and there are thick safety goggles that are propped up on their forehead but in all other ways They seem to be very meticulous. Now, Dr. OK, you, instead of going straight ahead into the dining hall, which, by the way, the dining hall looks very well apportioned, seems to be very state-of-the-art, very comfy, very luxurious. These tables has a a nice kind of dais where a lot of food is set up at the top. And, Dr. OK, you walk over to the right, And you see what appears to be a mirror of the other hallway that you came down. Probably two sets of doors on your right, three on your left. The first set of double doors, you think, this is probably another doorway to the kitchen. And then the two doors after that, you're not quite sure where they go. Which are the the kitchen? Uh, The kitchen. Sorry, the uh, the dining hall. You mean the dining hall. Yeah. That's sorry. Yep, I'm at the dining hall. So okay. these doors seem you're like, ah, eh, these probably go into the dining hall. I'm going to come up to this hallway and pause 
to look down okay. in the other hallway. So where everyone else just went straight from their room, straight down the hall, into the double doors to the dining room, Dr. O.K., you took a right and then another left, then walked past another set of alternate dining room doors. And then you've come to another intersection where there seems to be another set of ladders, like one that goes up, one that goes down. Looks like this is another way to kind of go in between decks here. And I'm going to open this door then. Okay. And just peer in quietly. Okay, so, yes. Uh, are you trying to be stealthy? Yeah, I can roll stealth check. Oh, 13. 13. You kind of walk up, the door shh, opens, and you see a fully stocked kitchen. It is probably has tons of drawers and cabinets all apportioned with what you can see some clear glass so you can see what's in them there are bunches of spices there seems to be areas in the wall where if they came out you're like that's probably some sort of a freezer there's probably you know like some beverages a lot of different food in there and what you see as well is who you must imagine is the cook and you see an android standing there, silver skin, red circuitry tattoos, and a spotless apron back to you. It's loud in there. Some things have started to sizzle. A couple drawers are open. And as soon as the door opens, they turn around. Excuse me. May I ask why you're standing in here? Um, Is there something that I can get you? I'm sorry. I... Merely wanted to speak, I presume, with the chef. Uh, you, I, I have some dietary restrictions that I must adhere oh. to, unfortunately. Sure, sure. Yep. May, All right. May I talk with you? Can I? May I see uh, your kitchen? Well, your first guest you, was it's correct. Quite, quite a medic. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yes, this is, in fact, uh, the kitchen. And yes, uh, your first guest was correct. I am, in fact, the cook. Uh, my name is Song. It's good to meet you. I would ask maybe that for the moment you can just step in for a little bit. I am very busy. I as understand. you know, I do want to hear I, you out. Please tell me what your dietary restrictions are. They fully turn and look at you. They don't walk towards you. They just look at you with piercing blue eyes. I require that no salt be added to my food. Okay. All right, that's certainly or, not an or issue. Or salt okay. present in my food. Sure, okay, all right. Yep, of course, um, of course, not a problem. And if I could trouble you you with some raw ingredients, perhaps, for myself later, that'd be quite quite nice of you. Yes, yes. Uh, please just tell me what you can. I am an android, so I will remember all of it. Please tell me what you would like. I can make sure that I set aside a plate for you, and I will make sure that it is brought to your room, uh, either by myself or by someone else. That's not a problem at all. So what would you like? Uh, just some... Uh, I'm, I'm just going to explain, like, the, you know, diet of, like, vegetables, the things that I want, you know, yeah. no salt, yeah, yeah, yeah. and... Um, sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Thanks for coming uh, by. I, again. Where Where would I find the dining hall? Uh, so the dining hall is actually just on the opposite side of this wall, and they point to the right, which is exactly where you thought it was. It's 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 just over here. Uh, you are more than welcome to go wait in there. I'm. I will make sure that the food comes out for dinner uh, here pretty soon. That's not a problem. Again, I'm so 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 sorry. I'm very busy. Um, and then there's like a loud like poof, that like hits 
the wall, the opposite wall, and then you just see them get visibly upset. Even for an android, they seem flustered. Uh, I'm so sorry. Uh, it seems to be, just be some training. The gym is right next door. It gets pretty loud. A lot of impacts here. Uh, again, okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Thank you the very much. is over there. I'm happy to give you everything. Uh, thank you. I yes. appreciate it. Uh, I didn't catch your name. Android. I'm Dr. Okay. It's Dr. pleasure okay. to meet you. Song again, pleasure. Uh, yes, yes, take care. And uh, they just turn back and they start cooking again. Doing I'm going to go back to the hallway and I'm going to go okay. check out the gym. Okay, you're going to go check out the gym? <laughs> yes. Can you guys see Song, by the way? Not anymore. I can't. No. No? Okay. All right. Cool. So you walk up, you walk up to those doors that are further down. And as you open the doors, you see. Mm, suspicious. I want to sense motive of the GM. What? <laughs> Why are you sensing motive of the GM? Why would you hide hide people that we've seen? Like, oh, can you see Something the android now? Like fog of yeah. war, man. It's like, um, dude, it, dude, it's suspicious. just fog of war. You guys, like, suspicious. GM is sus. I kind GM of is sus. Wow. <laughs> hey, oh, that's an Among Us thing. I get it. I get it. Cool reference, bro. Yeah, cool reference. Everyone gets it who's listening. If you're not playing Among Us, then who you're not are Among you? Us. Then you're yeah. acting kind of sus. Then you're let's acting kind of uh, sus. Let's just be real here. Yeah, you're an my, uh, my random movie quotes that are far flung are starting to rub off on you guys. <laughs> I wrote somebody who was acting kind of sus in um, my Slack channel at work, and nobody got it, and I was really disappointed. Oh, that's unfortunate. For everyone listening, emergency meeting. For everyone listening at home, besides the fact that if you don't know what Among Us is, it's fine. The point is that in the map that we're using on Roll Twenty, Doctor OK moved out of the kitchen space, and then I closed the kitchen space up, back up in Fog of War, uh, instead of leaving it. Now you open. need to define what Fog of War is. Oh, this is a long train. So Fog of War. Exactly. This is going to just go down. Yeah, okay. Fog of War is just black on the screen. You you can't see what's going on. If you leave a room, area. you can no longer see what's in that room at that current time. Thank you. So, Doctor, okay, you walk up and you go to the gym. And I'm just going to peer my head in. That's fine. You you the doors slide open and you see a pretty large space it seems like there's a lot of workout equipment there's like a small pool a little hot tub Um, there's an open padded area that is directly near the wall that uh song had had heard that thud from probably you think there's like some floor work sparring um just things to kind of keep people if they want to have an open space to do whatever they want and while you're there you peek in and you see a yosoki who is standing there and the yosoki is three or four feet tall short russet fur tan tail gold eyes one of the ears is pierced with like a small silver hoop and the flight suit is kind of kind of stained little disheveled seems like it was unzipped a little bit as if uh as if they were trying to work out a bit you see a bunch of different you know weights and apparati apparatuses apparati around him uh and he seems to kind of have his back to you he seems to be doing something uh seems a little crazy a little uh 
a little weird, but can I, seems to be enjoying is it. Is he like a crew member? Can I tell, or is he just like working out? Like, judging by the flight suit, you think he's probably a crew member. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm not gonna engage. Okay, and I'm gonna go and grab dinner. Okay, so you're gonna head back. Okay, all right. Yeah. So as soon, oh, so here's the thing. So let's jump back to the dining room. Uh, the professor, Broden Benjamin, is sitting there. Next to him is a Maracoy, not not a Yusoki, it's all good, uh, sitting next. And as soon as you all walk in, this is, you know, it sounds like Dr. OK was, was gone for maybe one, two minutes. As soon as you guys walk in, the professor says, oh, it's, it's oh, I, I was just talking to Keith here about you all and I was just showing them something that I thought might be interesting for you as well but uh but sorry I'm I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself a little bit excited here caught my breath it was good to to sit for a minute uh but now we're here and he kind of gestures back on the table that dais at the front there seems to be a lot of different bottles, probably 10 or 12 different bottles as well, some glasses, some ice, anything that you might want uh, as far as exotic liquor. And so he says, please, please, uh, uh, I'm, I'm not crew here, but uh, please get what you want. But some introductions, I'm, I'm so sorry about that. Uh, so you all know me, Professor Broden Benjamin. Uh, this is my good new friend, uh, Keeve, here. And the Maracoy dusts off, they stand up and they turn and I think Nico, you went to sit down at the table, right? Nico's going to respond Professor, Keeve Nico Orion, how are you? Former president of Orion Manufacturing. Oh, that's uh, well that's um, that's quite something there that's that's quite something, I'm I'm Keeve I'm Keeve Cadenz. The Maracoy holds out a pretty confident but a little tentative hand and shakes your hand and turns over to Rick Hi, I'm 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 Keith. I I didn't catch your name. Is it is it Keith or Ke- Keith? Will and I were arguing about how to spell Keith on uh, our our notes page. It's Keith. Uh, K I I V. Keith. Uh, so Rick Rick wasn't directly addressed by the professor, but he he and he's hasn't like made a lot of contact with anyone. Okay. Um. So. He nods to the professor and then walks towards the table, which wherever the table was. Which table is it? Up here. So, and he's just going to make himself, you know, a drink, a vodka tonic. So, you don't even say hi to Keeve. By the time Keeve starts talking, he'd already be by the. Okay. Then then Keeve turns over and says hi to Hears. The professor sits back down and says, uh, I I thought that you all might be really interested in this. I, I was just showing Keeve, and he pulls out this, like, dull metal gray cube, maybe about, you know, a foot on each side, maybe like 10 inches. It was, like, sitting next to him, didn't quite see it. And he holds it up, and he starts to kind of look at it, look at it in the light. There's, like, a couple transparent aluminum panels within it. And he turns back to Keeve and says, I, I, I was just telling Keeve here, um, so the gentleman who sold this to me, he, he, he called it a, uh, a shrinking box. And I, it's, it's, it's a feat of engineering, Keeve, that I, I thought, you know, you would be sure would, would, would be very interested in. He said that it worked 
according to the same principles as a null space chamber, but for living creatures. I mean, look, look in one of the windows and he kind of like holds it up. Here's, are you sit? Are you still standing? Are you still sitting? Hears makes his way over. Okay. Hears sits down. Looks intently at the box. Yeah, so he says, look, look. And he kind of holds it up. He looks over to Rick, who's, I guess, standing in the corner there, who's not quite in there. He says, look, there's, uh, there's, there's four asteroid lice in here. And as I'm sure you know, one of those outer space vermin is almost as big as a Yosoki. And then Keeve kind of gingerly reaches up, takes the box, investigates, rubs their paws against the panel. Uh, Professor, yeah. I, I, oh, I, uh, here's, is that, is that? Yeah, here's the name? name. Did you make this contraption? No, no, I, this is the professor. No, I, 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 I bought it off someone, actually. Mm. And, and Keeve, very quickly, Professor, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but, uh, I think you were scammed. Those are just tiny, tiny bugs. Nonsense! This, uh, look, he, he seemed like quite the reputable salesman. I'm sure that if, that, that if he intended, and he starts to kind of trail off, and at that time is when Dr. Okay, the door opens, Keeve looks up, a little surprised, oddly, and Professor Benjamin reaches over, and as he tries to grab the cube, then the cube somehow slips, falls out of Keeve's hands, falls to the floor, crashes, there's this loud crack and a dazzling flash of light, and it's at that point that that's game. What? What? Oh, man. <laughs> what is this? Are we going to be fighting giant mites? Yeah, we're going to have to fight four giant Ahsoki-sized mites. Hello, everyone. This is Nick Belcher. I play Nico Orion on the Will Save podcast. And from all of us here at Will Save, we'd like to extend a very happy Valentine's Day to all of our listeners. The day to grab that special someone and just express to them how thankful you are to have them in your life. As always, stay safe, stay healthy, and don't forget to tune in to us next time on Will Save Wednesday.